0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and that's a lot of beer. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy.
1: And we're the Drunk Guys. And this week, we are reading Salem's Lot by Stephen King. And starting with a beer, this is one from Finback Brewing. It is called Light Sensitive. It's a double dry hopped India IPA, India Pale, excuse me, dry hopped with mosaic and Belma. And there's nothing written on the bottom of the can, but that's all right. Nice try, Eric. Why light sensitive? Because this book um, is a bad <laughs> Sort of, the albinos of the night vampires, <laughs> and they can't be in the light, so you know they're sensitive. It's well, nice.
2: Once again, it's good. Very nice. Yeah, very good. Well, well I, I will say yeah, I I couldn't tell you which one this was.
1: Yeah, and when you have a million double dry double IPAs, it's there's, o- hard. there's
2: only so many variations you can make. I mean,
1: Apparently, there aren't, because <laughs> people are churning them out. Yeah, but, I mean, distinguishable things. It's it's hard to stand out. It's a, it's a very I mean, close, no, they're uh, doing it amongst ranking. their own brewery. It's true. They're all, they're all good, but I feel like they don't need to be 30 versions. I think that's the way to get more beer nerds in every week, though. New beers. Yeah, yeah. They? And that's what it I'm sure me if there's there. a palette
2: difference that I could, like if I had them next to each other right now I'd oh. be like okay there's some subtle differences.
1: Definitely. But but for me when I go to Finback or any brewery like that where they have lots of different things, uh, lots of different variations on a on a similar theme like here's our other double dry hop IPA and here's our third double dry yeah, hop. If, if triple I had like, as a IPA.
2: flight I could like get it and compare like oh I understand what they're doing. But, but if you have cans, you know, one at a time no, they, they're very
1: enjoyable. They really yeah, are. No, they're but all good. But... the thing that stands out for me longer term, though, is always the one that is different. Here's our one with cantaloupe in it, or here's our one with that was a good one pineapple aged on top of a dead bum. Yeah, something that makes it like
0: stand- Oh, that's that's probably not great. It's musty.
1: It's <laughs> very musty beer.
0: <laughs> okay, so Salem's Lot. Stephen King's second book? Stephen King's second published book. It's one of book. his
2: very early books. Yeah, yeah. second one. That's um, why it hasn't gone, like, if you read it, it hasn't gone full Stephen King yet. It's pretty close. In terms of writing style. It's pretty subdued from his normal, like, if you're reading a book later on, you're like, this is Stephen King. Even if you read, like, two pages, you well, can always
0: tell. As, as Mike joked, doesn't have any child orgies to keep things interesting.
2: <laughs> one time. <laughs> you write one child orgy, no one thinks about anything
1: else. <laughs> Well, you fuck one goat. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are a lot of elements in this actually that I think are classic Stephen King. Uh, we can talk about later. Uh, but first, just let me say that fast. in the
0: little you know author's note in the beginning, uh, Stephen King says how much he when he was a child how much he liked the original Dracula Bram Stoker's Dracula and how big an effect that had on him. And then basically once he became a writer, he had the idea or his wife had the idea: what if yeah, Dracula happened? What if? What if it, that's what pretty if much that same story, but happened. in America and in that's modern day? Yeah. modern times. And that was the original concept of the book, which is interesting because you know
2: a lot of vampire stories are before fucking Twilight are from olden times. Where like vampires are always prowling around Victorian shit. They're I mean, very I, much I, an old
1: world. Yeah.
2: Play. Aside from Blade,
1: <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. He is before Twilight. That's true. Yeah, well, he has been around a long time. <laughs> a daywalker. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he wants to come up with uh, a modern retelling, and modern we mean 1974, but it's uh, I mean, it's,
2: it's still modern
1: for historical e- sake. 85 years after Dracula, or whatever it yeah. is. 83 years when Dracula's from like 1891 or something like that wasn't. Probably and Dracula wasn't the first vampire book either. No, by a while actually, but no one fucking reads those earlier books. They're not famous.
0: All right. So the, it actually starts with the, the, the book, Salem's Lot. Actually starts at the end. Starts at the end. It starts with a prologue that is actually an epilogue. It's actually the two main characters. That but live. we don't know who they are. <coughs> just a sort of man like and a boy. A man and the, like, one them, like one of them, they're like, goes to confession and the priest says. They, they, they're, they're in they've Mexico, m- they've right? run to Mexico. They've yeah. run
2: to Mexico and they're living in Mexico. And they're like, who, it's just the man and the boy. And the boy confesses. Like the road. in Yeah. yeah and all this shit, and the priest is like, that sounds bananas.
1: Yeah, they go to Dios the, mio. They, yeah, they go to the church, and there's a bunch of old priests, and they're like, oh, too old. <laughs> oh, this boy, just right. He's got too many teeth. So then they, he's like, no, it's all true. And that's all the intro is, really. Yeah. And they're like, oh, dun, dun, dun. Back to the beginning. I'm the cut, Who two, driving?
0: one year earlier... <laughs> Is it only a year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, year. It takes
1: place over the
2: course of not that long, yeah.
0: Still really the boy? really yeah. from like the beginning of summer till like October, October, November. Yeah, Columbus yeah. Day. Yeah. It's fast. Or No White man, Pants. Veterans anywhere. Day. Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> Columbus Day is beginning. Anyway, so uh, the main character named Ben. Ben Mears.
1: Ben, ben Mears. Mears He's a writer. Not to be confused with his cousin, Pap Smears. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I got it, yeah. I,
1: I knew a guy, uh, and this guy, an uh, old, old-timer old guy, he's probably in the late 50s now, but he was in some shitty New York punk group in the mid-80s, and his stage name was Pat Smear. <laughs> it's Pat Smear. And I'm like, yeah, like a Pat smear. He's like, no, it's Pat Smear. I'm like, yeah, I get it, dude. It's cool. Relax. I'm like, no, no, you're not getting it. You know what? I don't get it. I'm I, gonna leave. I absolutely got it. <laughs> Pat Smear. And the whole time reading, well, actually, I listened to the audiobook of this the second time through. I said, Ben, ben Pat Smears is what I was thinking in my head. Pat Smears. Have you read this before? I read the book uh, two or three years ago. Yeah. Okay. 2017, maybe? 2016, somewhere around there. Just for fun? Uh, I, yeah, just for, just because it's, it's, it's considered one of his better books. I don't it's know a, why. It's, it,
2: is a, it is a it is a classic in terms of the work of Stephen
1: King and modern horror, certainly. Yeah, we'll get to all that. Let's go through this plot. The plot's really dumb. We can go through it fast if we don't interrupt Nate.
0: Though Speaking we uh, might need a beer first.
1: This is Ridiculoso Interborough Spirits Ales Summer Crush India. Oh, it's Interborough. This is Summer Crush. And Tired Hands, and it's called Summer Crush IPA. What does it say, Ridiculoso, on the top? What's that about? I don't know. 5.6% alcohol. Oh, maybe that maybe is.
2: Ridiculoso is the title, and this is just a Summer Crushable.
1: That could be. That makes sense, actually.
0: Okay. So either well, way, I it, thought it was
1: called Summer Crush, so that's why I picked it.
2: Well, either way, the plot's ridiculous. so Mooey. but you know,
1: feasible. very tart kind of thing going on in there. You don't look cabby that is not not all of that
0: ooh <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, hmm that's weirdly weirdly tart, but not tart tart in terms of a sour beer or not like that lemon one we just had in the past or the future. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is just kind of like a weird tasting it's got a not a fan.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It tastes like there's like a citrus product in there or something, but I don't really see it in the can anywhere. So I don't want to. It's ridiculous, though. No, me gusta.
2: Well, we thought it was called Summer Crush, but that's why we picked it. But that's because Ben is from. He's grew up in this town of. He lived there for
0: five years when he was a child.
2: When a child, yeah, with with his his aunt? aunt, yeah. yeah. In this town of Jerusalem's Lot, which the locals call Salem's Lot because Jerusalem's too many syllables, and of course, it's in Maine because this is a Stephen King book, and nothing happens outside of Maine. And so <laughs> he moves away, you know, in his youth's, and then he moves back into town because he's a writer. He's written he's written one successful book, yeah, and he's kind of slumming it since then. Like he's, I, he's trying to f- a couple though, but like one was like well received, the rest the and trench. yeah, and everyone's like, oh, I need to get the magic back, Ben, and he's like, I gotta go. Back to that place, I remember. Because he remembers there was a creepy house, the Marsden house, owned by James Marsden of Cyclops fame. (laughs) (laughs) For a second there, like, was it James Marsden? Jimmy (laughs) really knows this book well. (laughs) I don't remember who owned Uh, it. No, it's spelled differently. It's Marsden with a T. Anyway, But he moves there, and he used to live near this house, and people would just watch his house. But the house has been abandoned for many years because a spooky thing happened there, Basically, they reveal later through plot uh, <laughs> that they, <laughs> basically <laughs> the, the guy, yeah, uh-huh. the guy and his wife lived there, and he was like a like a prohibition like a like a mob guy, a smuggler, yeah, guy, a booze runner and it, booze runner hitman. And he kills his wife and himself. And since then, no one's lived in the and house. He
1: rigs the house to kill whoever opens the door. It's like Home Alone, but for old people.
2: It's full of what <laughs> yeah, would creepy, what yeah. class people would call breast traps. What traps? Not booby traps. Memory <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. traps. Mm-hmm. Memorial traps. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So he wants to go back because he feels like, <laughs> like I got to go back. Like, he, he feels something is there, and that's like a spooky mm-hmm. spiritual
0: calling back to the Marsden house. So it's the beginning of the summer, and then he literally just kind of is hanging. It's like his first day. He goes to the park and hangs out on a park bench. And there's this really hot girl looking at him. The hot, she, the hot girl in town. Yeah, the one, definitely the only one. And she's like, "Aren't you? Aren't you that guy?" And he's like, "Yes, yes, I am that
1: guy." She's
2: holding his book. Back in the day, when someone was like, "Are you a writer?" I would hit that. Whereas now is like, "What
1: books?" books? <laughs> I mean, this anyway, is, this is summer crush. Steve, like, is it yeah. like
2: a screenwriter?
1: <laughs> do you, do you, tweets. This is clearly Stephen King's fantasy, by the way. Like, the character is modeled on Stephen King. He's a white guy from fucking Maine. Well, if you who's have a black guy from and Maine, writes. no one's going to believe you. But that's what Stephen King is. Stephen King is a tall guy exist. who's from Maine, and he writes books, and he's like, I got to go back here, and there's spooky shit. I mean, a and lot, all the a lady, lot all of the his, bitches want this. A yeah. lot
2: of his characters are writers.
1: Yeah, because he many fantasizes of it, I mean, about mean, It ends up poorly it. for a
2: lot of them. Well, it's egg, almost misery, all of them The Shining this, this one. book uh, uh-huh. fucking it yeah quite a, a few lot of his characters are writers but it goes very badly right. it, it, you, you know it's
1: like you're saying he doesn't have that many ideas so um, they start they are interchanged by the way their their conversation is so painfully awkward to read well i mean she, if you just trying to,
2: you're trying to fuck a lady on a park bench it's going to be awkward
1: stephen king does not know how to write i I don't believe he knows how to write dialogue to begin with uh, his dialogue sounds so forced and awkward often, but the female characters are always the dumbest, you most useless people in the book. And Sue Norton is really no different. She's like, "Did you write that book?" And like, "Let's go get an ice cream soda." And then the gross. I remember this specifically listening to the audiobook the other day, and I, I was like, "Oh," out loud. <laughs> and she she's like dripping, you know, sipping a, a, the the fucking fountain drink. He goes, "You're dripping," <laughs> and she is like am I? It was so gross. Like, and then she's like, huh? he's like, um, I just finished college. He's like, well, you're about seven years older than I thought you were. Like even grosser, dude. Like you thought yeah. you were picking up a 15 year old girl. <laughs> hey man, it was the seventies. It's really, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't age well. And I and neither I, did she. <laughs> <laughs> got get them she, on the right. She, she, she didn't have that
0: much more time. You're right,
1: so. <laughs> I just—it just felt so. Un- it was such an unnecessary he does, he does part have of the plot. Pen- he
2: has a penchant for um, weirdly crude sex talk
1: is in it, the middle of nowhere. I, just like,
2: oh, what, what, what the fuck? Oh, okay, that's over now. All right.
1: Yeah. For no, like, it's 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 jarring. Yeah. Like they're like, hey, what do you think about the weather tomorrow? I don't know. How's your wife's big hairy cunt? <laughs> oh, it's pretty tight. I bet it is. Nice and moist. Yeah. And rain on Saturday? Yeah, he, it is. You nah. just kind of go then into it and it, out of it, and no one cares.
2: He remembered it's, the tip of his dick, which was still wet. Just like, oh, my God, what? what, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, long, throughout the whole book, long screeds of philosophical wanking about, and the town, the town was like this and this is what it made you feel. And when you were in the town, you felt like you were really in the town because you weren't in a different town. And the town had many things that a town has, like townhouses well, and King other is, houses. Well, Stephen King is
2: very big on evil locations. Well, yes, uh, so... That is a huge part of much of his writing. And it's apparently
1: Maine. <laughs> yeah. Maine is Maine just is, fucked up. Maine is evil
2: and decrepit. But all this, this book was I read about um, like the dying of small towns. Like how they don't exist like they used to. And so, you know, it's not a metaphor, because that would be attributing a bit too much class to this book. But, you know, it's just shit like that.
1: I guess. Yeah,
2: no, certainly. Anyway, so... So he's trying to bang this lady on the bench, and they hook up, not really, but, you know, it's a small town, he's like, hey, I'm making small, friends. He making friends. her
0: parents. But anyway, meanwhile... Uh, meanwhile, there's a vampire. <laughs> meanwhile, a very, like, charming older gentleman... Comes to, buy some, comes to buy the Marsden house. Because, oh, Ben wanted to rent it so he could like sit there in the evilness and write his book. Because he turns remembers out, being a child and seeing a
2: ghost inside. On it. a seeing dare.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but he turns out it's already been purchased and it's been purchased by a very classy older gentleman from the local
1: realtor. Oh, what's his name? Ken? I, I, could be, I could be. That's a million percent wrong. Larry? I don't know. I keep thinking of a combination of the guy in, in Salem's Lot and the guy from Jaws who.
2: He it was, it was basically a, the very, same guy. a very similar character. Like the local, like, business oriented corrupt towns person. Yeah. The so really. man. He's not so much corrupt as he is just like, I don't sell this thing. I don't give a shit.
0: So, anyway. A- anyway, so. Uh, Mr.
2: Uh, Kurt his? Barlow. Kurt Barlow is.
1: That's the vampire. The, the Kurt assistant. Barlow. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Kurt Barlow uh,
0: is the uh,
2: named-but-never-seen-until-the-end uh, character with assistant Mr.
1: Straker.
0: Mr. Straker, yes, right. Who has... Oh. He, he so Mr. he is Richard name? Straker. Biff?
1: Biff Straker? It's a good name. I think it's Biff. No, it's Richard. Dick Straker. He's a dick straker. He strikes them dicks. Strake is not a verb. Oh, he's... You no. Know, <laughs> you haven't met
0: Dick Straker. Anyway, Richard <laughs> Straker purchased it, and then within really only a few days... Two young children go missing. One of them comes back. He he purchased the house
2: ostensibly as their
0: antique store.
2: Yeah, they're going to live in this antique store, and they'll open the antique store down. And they're going to they're going to live in the house, and they have this antique store, and they're going to. Mister Barlow will not be in town because he is traveling, purchasing wares (laughs) throughout Europe. Old armoires and, gen, he's out, and he's Ottomans. Out, he's out getting old wood. <laughs> and Mr. Straker will be here manning the store and living in
1: the house. And, you know. But he pulls some shit like, we're going to buy the house for a dollar. And he's like, that's ridiculous. That house has $8,000 because it's 1973. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to give you a dollar. But we're going to give you, like, the title for this other land that they're going to build a shopping mall. Like, it's some weird yeah, bullshit. Yeah, there's some, like
2: some bribery and money-changing and chicanery sh- that yeah. don't
1: really matter. But, uh, but the important thing for whatever the dude's name is, who's the, the helper, who really doesn't matter after this scene anyway, is... Straker's in it a lot. No, no, the guy who sells the Oh, the realtor, yeah. Is, and when I need help, you're going to give me help with shit. So later yes. on... Right. He, he
2: uh, needs basically, like, a smuggler. Yeah. He's like, I need you to hook me up with the guys in this small main town... Who can smuggle goods across international borders. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I know a guy. I got a
1: guy who does that. <laughs> he's here on Thursdays. So, uh,
0: he works at the hardware store so anyway, But <laughs> Two uh, young children, well, two brothers, young children, uh, disappear. One of them comes back, but he's like very, very sick. The other one is just completely gone. He disappears. We find out, I mean, it's pretty obvious before too long, that the one that's totally missing, he's actually not missing. He's a vampire. And he's going around in. Infecting more people.
1: He was like offered up as a sacrifice to the Dark Lord or something. Right there's a scene where Straker is clearly, like oh, I offer this humble offering of meat. You know, this thing. He clearly sacrifices the kid as as like a thing to allow the, the vampire to come in. in the woods. But he he does something. He he makes some sort of sacrifice of the kid to to allow the vampire to come in.
2: Something like that. I don't remember exactly.
1: It's not explicit. But like yeah. you just there's like a scene where that's happening, and it's not really clear who's doing the talking or about what. But yeah. it's Straker with the dead kid or the missing kid, and I, he I kills thought, it and I, thought, I thought he was something else
2: because that kid is a vampire. He's not like turned into meat. He gets turned. 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 He gets turned. Everyone in this book gets fucking turned.
1: <laughs> uh, <ooh>. Hashtag turned <laughs> But whatever <laughs> happens. The, the, kid, the other kid comes home and then promptly dies. Yeah. And,
2: the and so are the like, oh. parents are pretty bummed because both <laughs> their kids are dead.
1: Yeah, it's pretty horrific. They're, they're looking for days for their one kid, and then the other kid dies. And then uh, the the mom dies, or the dad dies.
0: Oh, the mm-hmm. mom doesn't
1: die till much later. Oh, the dad the dies. There's a, there's a lot of meanwhile.
2: Like, like, people are dropping randomly in town. And no one's quite sure what the fuck is going on. And the cops are not helpful. And... Ben is just you know living his life, trying to write a book, bang some, uh... bang some local puss, yep, uh, and then
0: goes to the bar and meets a local English teacher,
2: yeah, and become buddies. And they yeah. he you know has him come to the school where he's you know oh you're a t- you're a writer, come talk to the kids, and he does that, and that's cool, blah blah blah, and everyone's friends.
1: And you meet a million other characters that really don't matter, and I don't need to know that much about them. Like the teenage mom or the twenty-year-old mom with the kids, they introduce a lot of kids smacks, that just which yeah. is, a lot of people that just end up turning into vampires. They, they all do, I think. Yeah, I mean that one part with the mom who hits the infant that really upset me because I have a baby, but who's around that kid's age? Like, she was, you she's like a Scandinavian a immigrant. No, the, she's like the teen mom who got knocked. Yeah, but up. she she was the Scandinavian
2: descent person. Her, her and she would like, like she would always say like some weird word that meant shit in Norwegian or something when the kid was being a douchebag. She kept saying kaka. But in like a weird language. I, I, I mean, oh, because you were li- listening to it. I listened to it. I didn't read it. In the reading one, it's in italics, and it's like spelled weird. It's like a, she was... I mean, there's a lot of Scandinavians in Maine. She was like that person who... You know, kaka? Yeah, some weird <laughs> shit like that. And she was married and living in a trailer to
1: some trailer trash douchebag. Yeah, who knocked her up. And But that that, that was like... I gotta say, I was not scared for a, a second in this book. I don't there know no why it's so hard. scary books. There's nothing scary about this. I was upset at that when she hits the baby because that's fucked up. Like the baby was crying. Yeah, hey, that baby was and asking she for punched it. Punch the baby in the face. Like that's fucked up. I hope you become a vampire.
2: You don't know what that baby said to her first. I said wah,
1: yeah, caca. Yeah, she said, "Hey mom, you're shit." <laughs> she was, but then you meet the bus driver guy. The bus driver guy was awesome. Who? Any time the kids disobeyed him, he just "Fuck you! You're walking.
0: Yeah, <laughs> five miles. Like, I'm you, six. Get like, eat my dick, kid. Hey,
1: yo, what are you passing notes on my bus? You'll be walking home the next three days. I don't care if it's five miles. Suck a dick, kid. And he just would do that. Yeah, that
2: was an intense bus driver. And then the there's most bus driver there's ever been. the
1: dude who walks works in the cemetery. He's like, I don't know why girls aren't into guys that dig ditches. Uh, it's, it seems pretty nice. He finds, he? he finds a dead dog impaled on the fence. He's like, oh, that's kind of icky. Let me eat my sandwich. And yeah. then there's the, the hunchback guy who works in the dump who shoots rats. That guy was awesome. He, he starts a fire and then has a gun ready to shoot the rats that run out. Like, that's his fun. And he, yeah. And He's he, basically
0: a hill person. Well, that, sh- that is what there is for fun in Maine.
1: But that, and he, and he just shit-talks the pretty girls that aren't interested. He was like, oh, you... I forget their names. He's an incel. Oh, uh, Bridget, with your perky tits and your sweater, don't want to talk to all this always fucking, old always man. fucking going out with chads. <laughs> fucking bitches. I'll shoot this rat. You can't handle a real man. <laughs> I'll show you. I got more than just one hump in me. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so you meet all these characters, There's and you're a like, lot of why characters. are they here? They don't matter. You could skip those chapters. I mean, they're kind no. of interesting to read, but they're... it's. They're not. They don't need to be there. It had a lot of those kinds of chapters. So I want to. It's a lot of Stephen King books. I I, I actually want to say at the end of the. At the end of this, we can get back to this. But it. Thinking about it, and like the the most famous Stephen King books, like Mm -hmm. it is usually considered one of his best ones, The Shining, and this one. Well, it is the third of those. This and The Shining, are like blueprints in many ways for what it would become. Yes, there's huge. He just copied huge elements of Salem's Lot and The Shining to make it. The whole idea, like, oh, there's a town and there's an evil here, and you gotta go back to the town to fight the evil, because it was there when you were a kid, and you fight it when you're a grown-up now. Well, I mean, The Shining, that didn't happen at all. But in The Shining, it's there's the evil that's there because of the evil that's been done in the place.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's he's big on
1: evil places. But in Shining, uh, one of the things that I think The Shining movie is so much better than The Shining book is it never tells you in the movie. It's why, way more why ambiguous. Over, it, and that makes it creepy. That, to me, makes it creepy. When it's explained, it just it takes the mystery out, and therefore it takes like, the magic well, out of it. Well, this book is way more directly related to The Dark Tower. I think this, is, this, is, this comes back... Like, uh, is it Barlow comes back? He's, a, he's like a type 1 vampire or something like Father that? Father Callahan is a big recurring character in The Dark Tower. I'm never gonna read those man. They just look so. We'll even. get to that at the I end.
0: But. Technically, read the first one. But I read the yeah, Gunslinger. I Guns couldn't yeah. really tell you in, what happens though. He
1: comes in in book four. From what I understand, Guns like, Stephen King did not plan the Dark Tower. He wrote a book, hopped up on God knows what. Yeah, and then was like, "Let me come back to that." And since all of his books take place in the same universe, it seems he could just kind of here's another story, and it's a sequel to that somehow. Kind of. We'll get to that at there the end. There are crazy Stephen King fan theories how every single book relates oh, to no. each other. They absolutely are, but it's not
0: quite that. Didn't uh, he meant to write the Dark Tower series as... more? He meant to write it as a fantasy series. It's a
2: little bit... Oh, no, no. It's, it is absolutely, but like the whole universe thing is something that's very much explicitly stated in the Dark Tower series. Oh, yeah? It all gets very explained, and it's, it's fucking weird. It's weird as shit, and, and we'll stupid. get to that at the end, and we'll maybe discuss it off mic. <laughs> Fine,
1: real fast and in vampires mic. come. Okay, yeah, vampires. <laughs> uh, gradually,
0: in more and more people are you know to being turned into vampires because definitely Danny the the Danny Glick the boys keeps like biting more people and turning them to vampires. And for every vampire you, you don't find, there's another
2: vampire to be you know. Yeah, it's like and it's then like
0: AIDS. It, exponential, one yeah. person who's like. What, is he living in the boarding house? He just dies? Yeah, no, the, the drunk guy. The yeah, LP. the drunk
1: guy, he just, like, dies. Weasel? No, what was his name? Uh, something, v- yeah. Varmint? They called him something. I forget his name. Oh, anyway, but names. what's weird is the, uh, the screen's been pulled out of his window. No, that what was, was Matt's window.
0: Okay, well, whatever. So Matt,
1: Matt meets um, the gravedigger guy. So the gra- after the funeral for the kid that dies, um, when uh, the, the gravedigger dude, I forget his name, Fuck, it it doesn't matter. I don't know what his name was. He goes... He lives
2: in the boarding house. No, he doesn't live in the boarding
1: house. No, that's the drunk. He goes to... He's there and he's like, I got to go bury this dead kid. Bummer. And his buddy disappears and it's like, all right, the sun's setting. Oh, it's getting spooky. I keep getting like distracted and I can't dig... I can't bury this grave fast enough even though it's like... You're just scooping some dirt. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And Mm -hmm. then he... All of a sudden, he doesn't wake up until it's like Tuesday. And he's like, I feel really shitty, and I can't eat, and that the sun hurts me. Yeah, he's clearly been—he was so like, hungover. He was like bitten by the vampire. The vampire like hypnotized him, so he couldn't do his job, of course. And no he, one believes in vampires in this,
2: like, because they're not. Because
1: you know you shouldn't, but but, but it's not—it's
2: not a world where it exists like that. Vampires are a thing, so everyone, right? Someone's saying it's a vampire. Everyone else is like, dude, fuck off! Are you kidding me? That's and, ridiculous. And
1: then um, Matt's like, come stay at my house. I'll take care of you. I was your English teacher. That's not weird. And, There's only like
2: eight people in town.
1: And then um, the guy's like, no, here's like a voice or something and, and something came to him at the window and and then like, that's where this, the screen pulled out shit happens. Mm-hmm. Like, the screen was pulled out but it can only be pulled out. There was no ladder marks. It was like, so unnecessary. Yes. The vampires. There's like all this detail for nothing.
2: I mean, the vampire stuff, you know, that's, that's plot. It's the, it's the slow whittling down of the town.
1: It's way slower than it should be because we as the reader know where it's going. Well, we picked it, the I mean, vampire also, book. you know, this
2: is the thing of every Stephen King book that this, the same criticism you guys have, where it's like they, so. they ask, they, they add a lot of other shit. But if he just said, and then another person in town disappeared, and then another person in town disappeared, it'd be like, all right, well, sure. You need to flush it out a little bit so you yeah, can kind I'll of understand what is sure, being whittled down. But, but he, maybe
0: it's not a good plot. If maybe it's just not a good plot. It's, it's not a crazy long book. It like that. It's like a 500-page book. Long. long. It's it's
2: long, but it's not like it's not difficult. It's a little bloated, but For it's not crazy. Thirty-nine.
0: Yeah. It's thinking, not like it's. I mean, it was 1,200 pages. 1,100 pages. Something ridiculous. Well,
1: it's like enormous. That. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. So compared to say the Overstory by Richard Powers, as reviewed by the Joint Guys Book Club, that has lots of backstory for the characters that you don't need either, yet it never feels like stupid and wasted. Like, it's written better. Well, that's just a matter of writing style. But, alright, so Stephen can if have if, a shitty if, style?
2: If, or? Yeah, but if if this story had a better writing
1: style, would you feel the same way? Okay, perhaps not. Probably not. I don't mind a long book. Yeah, I don't mind lots of details. I like details in the book, but these always just feel like Never, so, nobody ever edited Stephen King's writing. No one was like, "Dude, you don't need this. This, this is not serving a purpose." Certainly, and it's it's pretentious. Like, there's some bloated, obnoxious writing in this book about all sorts of topics. Like, he's also like never once uses a word you have to look up. Like, he never he has like the shitty vocabulary. I
0: mean, I'm okay with that. high school,
1: but it's i was I'm not saying you have to write in like flowery. 19th century writing. No, certainly,
0: but this—I well,
1: I don't think that. I mean, I think using
2: normal, everyday words is okay as long as it you know gets the job done. Not I mean, it can it, it can be done better, but that doesn't make it, it doesn't make it bad.
0: All right, you know what would make this better?
1: I do know it would be beer. I'm really excited about this. This beer. is the big one. I think this is gonna. This oh gonna my kill god, me. that's dark as night. There's vampires living in it. It's like a black hole. This is oh. You know what? Oh dear God! Uh, I don't know if the direct connection. There might not be one, but I'm, I want to drink this. with I mean, my it's bottle. definitely. It's definitely it happened in the book. So this beer is called Matricide.
2: Someone <laughs> definitely kills their mother in
1: this book at least once. It's an Imperial Stout. I know yeah, that. Yeah, Danny kills Imperial his Stout. There with you go. Coconut. And the baby does too. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, the baby turns into a vampire, which is hilarious. He's <laughs> got no teeth. <laughs> Imperial Stout with coconut, <laughs> almond, lactose, Madagascar vanilla, and age on cacao.
1: That sounds amazing. It's fifteen point one percent alcohol. Who makes this? Is it? Is this it? This is by
2: Nightmare. Nightmare. Nightmare, oh, Nightmare that works Brewing. Too. That
1: works as well. Ooh, that smells like Satan's dick. Satan's dick smells nice. Cool, it is strong. That is. That is thick. Uh, I'm disappointed in this. It's got a weird kind of like tart it's not, berry
0: flavor yeah, afterwards. It's not sweet like those Finback dessert beers you right. love so much.
1: Oh, just me. I'm the only one that picked no, no, Chiara to I, win. I,
0: I like them too, but that's kind of what we have come to expect from a really big stouts with chocolate, coconut, and yeah. almond in
1: them. Well, like I that. don't taste coconut in this. I don't no, taste almond. No, I don't needs more coconut. No, I don't get any of that.
2: I get that like kind of weird fruit aftertaste, but I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, like tart. It's, it's fruit. not. It's not bad at all. No, it's not. It's just I
2: just expected it to be. You know. Well, maybe that's just expectation.
1: It totally is. I expected it to be a bigger, crazier. I mean, it's, it's still 50%, dessert. So. Oh no, it's big, all right. <laughs> but I. Ex- but it's not dessert. No, it's not dessert. It's I, not I expected dessert. this to be like a yada kind of beer or a heinous mm-hmm. or a anus or you know all sorts of different. The dessert.
2: heinous because the anus.
1: <laughs> so, wait, that's uh, James. Uh, the interview, uh, yes, that's what that was. Honey, Dickener. Okay, so uh, fine. Matricide. So, uh, several children kill their mothers because they become vampires. Well, the town is getting genocided. Here's another thing. In um, maybe I missed this timeline was the first thing in the book after the you know prologue of the, the, the old the priests and the tall man and the boy. Is a newspaper article about how people have started just go missing in this town. That was but the, it's a
0: neighboring town. It's not
1: this town. Yeah. It was in the surrounding areas. Okay. So is that suggesting like Barlow and they're working Straker their, they're working their were way in, through. So they just depopulate an entire town and they're like, let's go open up a different artisanal furniture shop. That's exactly what they're doing. All right. Just making sure I get it. Fine. I got it.
2: So uh, they're moving from town to town back in the days before, you know, internet and, you know, mass media and shit where notice of like, if you heard about a small town dying out, like, oh, I guess everybody left because people don't, there's no death notices. They're just like, oh, some, everyone moved away or, you know, they had relatives somewhere else and they left, but there's no like, oh, they were wiped out by a plague because there's no bodies. They're just, oh, this town shut down and people are like, I don't give a shit about that. It's, I uh, it's small towns just one by one popping off the map. Which you like, if you read about that right now, you're like, "All right, it's a small town. Everybody left. Who gives a shit?" It's probably because you know the post office shut down. Because yeah, there's no there's, the steel no one store. Closed. Yeah, even less than there's. They're smaller than that. Yeah, I know. There's, they're towns of you know a few hundred people.
1: Yeah, and they're all impoverished and yeah. Traveling. So if they disappear, no one notices. Well, that's a strangely prescient thing for Stephen King to write about in 1974, or whenever this yeah, I mean, came Well, out.
2: you know, small town. And Maine is a small town si- state, so it's probably something he knew. Tell me,
1: Augusta is not the metropolis I envision it to be. It is, I've never been to Augusta, but I can assure you it is not. <laughs> it's not very big. But about Portland, Maine? Uh, uh,
2: Portland, Maine is much bigger than it was then. Or guaranteed. Or Banger. Banger's never been big.
1: That's not where he's from. I think he's from Banger, right? He lives there now. I don't know if he's from Banger. I think he was born in Maine, and he kind of like traveled around as a child and yeah. came back to Maine. Yeah. And did a lot of blow there. and Well, yeah, who doesn't?
0: There. Anyway, a, a bunch of things happened. One, uh, so Danny Glick, the child, goes to attack or goes to infect one of his classmates, who's... Mark. Mark no, not Mark. No, yeah, Mark yeah, Petrie. Mark, Mark, Mark Petrie. Who, the guy from uh, Land Before Time. happens... <laughs> <laughs> oh come along,
2: next.
1: Come on, Sarah. Come on. <laughs> That's so stupid. Watch out for vampires. <laughs> you see this a quote. very long time
2: the ago. pterodactyl. The pterodactyl. <laughs> <He's the> pterodactyl. <laughs> hey, Beatrix.
1: God damn you! I know
0: useless stuff. <laughs> Holy I'm uh, Anyway. <laughs> And Mark is able to resist the vampire by holding up a plastic cross
1: because he's building monster models. He's like working on his. He's bride, a big like He's a model. big comic book. He's a super
2: nerd fan. This kid.
1: Though he also beat the shit out of the bully earlier. That was kind of cool. He he uh, yeah. he wise assed
2: him, and then he, he tricked him.
1: Like he like he like, he, like fucking a, a uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu to him. I made mean, him like say I'm Capoeira. a big, big stupid turd. something <laughs> that made him say, "I'm a big stupid turd." Say I like to eat turds.
2: It was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. And then that fat kid cried himself and ran away, and then he got fucking uh,
1: killed by by vampires. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Which was again to go back to the This is a formula for it sort of thing. It reminded me of uh, those dirtbag kids hanging out in the junkyard in it. Yeah, Harold. Or, uh, what was his name? The one who was weird, like let me see. I'll lick your penis. Oh, the sociopath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, the well, I forgot was. his name. Oh shit, I, I don't remember their names. Um, someone in H. I want uh, Harold Bloomers. I uh, fucking. I'm totally making that up. Harry Bloomers. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what his name was. That's not it. But it doesn't matter. But th- there's similar characters that reappear, Certainly. reappear directly but in it. Also, any movie or book with kids is going to have bully. Sections. Yeah, but it's like it's the exact same thing. Where like the bully gets bested by the main characters because they're cleverer than him. Because that a happens. Stupid in, bully. That happens
2: in a lot of books and movies.
1: And then though the bully becomes part of the e really bad group of people because he gets bitten on the cock by a vampire, and <laughs> now he's a vampire <laughs> I don't know bully. How they bit his cock. You don't know he didn't.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's. True. I feel like it's like that's hard
0: to get to.
1: He's a bully. Anyway.
0: The point I was going to make is uh, Mark is able to resist the vampire by holding up a plastic cross, which led me to the thought, how dangerous could vampires be if you could hot glue two popsicle sticks together at a 90 degree angle and that can stop the vampire? I think... That is just dumb. Yeah. But also,
2: most people won't think to even do it. Judging from what I learned because, like, in... Uh, everyone in this town is Jewish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough sticks to make a star of David, <laughs> quick honey, you get the top triangle uh, um from what I learned in other vampire movies, particularly from dust till dawn. you can make a cross out most of
2: realistic <laughs>
1: <laughs> This is a great movie, yeah, you can make a cross out of anything, like they have like two shotguns, yeah, held perpendicular, and like. In the name of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> also, a big
2: part of this book is it is, it is the faith behind it. That's important, yeah. not the device. Even though Mark isn't particularly faithful, faith oriented, he believes know. it's
1: going to work against yes. the vampire. It, it,
2: it is the belief in it, but also, yes. It is, it is, I mean, it's, vampires are an, an, an inherently
0: absurd thing like oh they're I, all powerful I mean but they can't handle two sticks together I mean we're, we're reading this in 2019 and at this point vampires are like really overdone I mean whereas I mean, in this... 1975 it was largely just the Dracula stuff and then this
1: there were a lot of very a lot of movie versions of Dracula but they were all corny and shitty except Dracula dead and loving it That didn't come out yet that's from like 93. But it was the best version. Because that was
0: a parody of the Princess Ford Coppola Dracula. Yeah.
1: Which was a turd. That sucked.
0: It was fine. Most of the things were great, except for fucking Keanu Reeves, who is so bad. Ruins the whole movie. You drink blood.
1: I know Kung Fu.
0: So, um... Well, you know what? We'll talk about that last week when we do Dracula.
1: We should just remind you, if you haven't tuned in, for this month, we're doing a different vampire book every week for, you know, October. Halloween and shit. Blood. Yeah. So next week, Are You There? Got to be Margaret, our next book about blood.
2: <laughs> so through a series of misadventures, Matt has a heart attack because he's a fat old
1: shit. And they go to the Who's hospital. just been spending his life grading shitty papers? Though he sounds like a terrible teacher. He's like a guy who, like the like the kids are throwing airplanes and shit, and he's just like,
2: I just want to teach my lesson. I'm just
1: gonna wait. I'm gonna, He's the guy, and actually in Hollywood movies, you know, like the bell rings and then they try to say the most important part of the lesson after the bell rings. You know, like yeah. it's like and the kids like oh like, clamoring, and he's like, don't forget. just remember, every you are not what possess what you possess, but what possesses you. Like he just like sits and like are, like wow, that would have been really put a lot, to lot of hear. garlic
2: around your house. <laughs> so he. He's in the hospital, and everybody is solely uh, learning up that vampires are happening. Oh, and
1: they make friends with the doctor, the world's stupidest doctor. Well, he's just a regular doctor. He is so incompetent. He I mean, says so d- many wrong things.
2: I mean, there's you know, doctors like any other highly trained specialty are good at one thing and don't know fuck all about anything else. Okay,
1: so he doesn't know anything about vampires. Jesus. So as I was listening to the audiobook at the gym, being a fucking asshole. Uh, I had to stop my cardio machine and hurt my own heart to take notes on this. <laughs> because at one point, they're like, all right, if we dig up that dead kid to prove he's a vampire, what should his dead body look like? And he's, he's like, well, pointy teeth. let me use my doctor knowledge. He's been dead for a week, right? Well, the hair should have grown significantly, and the fingernails have grown. That's not true. Hey, it was the 70s. That is a. Hu- and then he also talks about later on in the book, Nobody knows how aspirin works. Yes, they fucking do. A guy got a Nobel Prize for showing how aspirin works. It is not a mystery. He's a small-town doctor. He's like a doctor in 1874. He's, a, he's like, I'm a doctor, see? And like, oh, he has a, a stethoscope and everything. He's a, sta- he's a sawbones. He's a sawbones, yes. Well, uh, in Mark's uh, phone book, he was under pill pusher. was his title? <laughs> he was alphabetized under. Yes, he's the dumbest fuck. He has he says so much just.
2: Yeah, he's 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 not a great at anything he does, but, but because, he uh, he gets got pretty bad. So,
1: but like you know what? At least at least when like Michael Crichton writes a stupid book, he puts real facts in there. They seem shoehorned in, but he oh, puts re- seem shoehorned. He puts real facts. It's like wearing in there. stilts. <laughs> he puts real information in there, so the character who's supposed to be smart unless says real unless stuff. It's
2: that global warming one.
1: Wait, we got to we got to do that one day. Oh my god, for Earth Day. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but then, but this guy, Stephen King, he is he's like, you know what? I heard that when you die, your hair keeps growing. Why would your hair keep growing when you're fucking dead? That makes no sense. I mean, that's a popular myth. Sure, just like it's a popular myth that Hitler died in his bunker in 1945 and didn't go on living in Brazil for several decades. Well, I mean, that's what he did, of course. <laughs> I'm trying to get Nate pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening. Sorry. Just like it's a popular myth that Hillary Clinton legally won the popular vote without the use of illegal immigrants. People believe these things. Coincidentally,
2: the exact number that she won by.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it, the, the doctor is so dumb. Oh, he's a bad doctor. Because Stephen King didn't do any thinking. He's like, let me make this doctor seem smart. Well, also, by saying was, was, shit a stoned college freshman says. This was back in the day when no one could look it up. Sure. <laughs> I guess. You know, at the time when he was writing this book, Stephen King was a fucking high school teacher, or, or shortly, he had just stopped being one. He okay. was a teacher for a couple years in yeah. Maine, at some private school, I think. Do you think he was a good teacher? He might have been.
0: Depends on how much coke he was doing at the time. He was poor. He <laughs> probably, didn't, have, he didn't have access to the very good coke.
2: Exci- yeah, that's true. You can't afford to do a lot of coke as a teacher. So I hear. <laughs> so I hear.
1: <laughs> All of my teacher friends just do meth.
2: Yeah, it's much
1: cheaper. Much, much more affordable. Straight heron on. It's, math. An, it's an efficiency thing. Well, they're smart enough with money. <laughs> yeah. Especially the math teachers. So anyway, for, sorry for that rant, but that bothered the shit out of me. Oh, right, no, he was percent. a shit doctor. He so in the, in the
2: end, the, they have their, their grou- group that's going to fight back against the vampires. Ben, the writer. <laughs> his lady friend, Sue... Who is just a lady?
0: Oh, <laughs> that, that's her only purpose. <laughs> he
1: bang Oh man, can you talk about the date he has with her or when he bangs he char- her in the park? He charms her parents, and the dad's like, "Guy's got a good handshake," and he drinks beer. I like him. He you just know what? Fuck my daughter. You know what? That's not unrealistic. Man, I have a daughter. She's much too young for any of that. you ask the clergy. Small, <laughs> small I town,
2: really small town, really to be people. more
1: discerning than that.
2: Small town old time people is like, got a good handshake. That's all that matters.
1: Looks me in the eye. He uses... uh see he's wearing Wranglers, not he'll be, those... Uh, he'll be thinking of me while he's spooching in my fancy pants, pants. Yeah.
2: Yes. So it's them two, <laughs> the boy, Mark, the guy in the hospital bed, because he's too fat and old, Matt, the doctor, and the alcoholic priest, we haven't talked about much, Father Callahan. It's like the C-team.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like... We are all that's left to defend this town against the, the vampire the, menace. The V team. <laughs> yeah, they're really down there. They're they really suck. deep into the bench here. <laughs> the, and the cop, the, uh, the, one, the younger cop disappears or dies. The, the, the deputy the, guy. The deputy moron. And the sheriff is like, I'm leaving town. This is fucked up. I'm out. And he leaves. <laughs> yeah, at one point they, like, they, they, he, they he, stop him and he's like, you could do something to help. He's like,
1: nope, it's over. We got no. There's nothing we can do. I'm going to go. And he left. But he he's just incompetent. Like he asked them questions like you're up to something? No good. I could tell it. And they're like, no. He's like, yeah, I can. Maybe. Well, let me tell. Let me ask you this. Is it the sort of thing that I should try to stop? <laughs> like he just asked, like dumb questions. Like, is this? I mean, he he
2: really do you he, really believe
1: it? No, like, yeah, we do. He figures out like, what you know what he figures it. out what's I'm going care. on,
2: but he figures no one's going to believe him, and he doesn't care enough. He's like, I'm just going to go. Fuck this. I've done
1: my 20 years. I'm out of here. Yeah,
2: and he just fucking ghosts, and so it's left to the fucking bad news bears of like, <laughs> they're the worst, vampire aven- hunters. the worst news bears, like the worst, <laughs> the worst Avengers. And then they just like, all right, let's go fight them. And then like Sue the- immediately dies and gets turned to a vampire. They abandon her in a heartbeat. And then, uh, the doctor falls down a staircase onto a door full of knives. Oh, and yeah. dies. <laughs>
1: Again, it was like home alone. It's Matt like- <laughs> just is
2: fat and dies. He has a heart attack. He has a heart attack. He has a second Again. heart attack. Yeah. And Father Callahan uh, goes to save the boy. Uh, but the he does b- save the boy. He does save the boy, but the vampire makes him drink vampire blood. He's tainted, and he leaves town.
1: Yep. We should have he some speaking out of the vampire.
2: He doesn't die. He does not die. Father Callahan But he, he doesn't get a real write-off in this book. He just leaves. He's like, oh,
1: I'm going to go, and he goes, and that's the end of him. We should have, um, we should have this other beer. Uh, speaking of the vampire guy, Nate, this is this is called Hyper Predator by Off Color. This is we've had a lot of their beers. We've had though it's possible we had this one already. I don't think we. we but had, I know no, we had we had Apex, apex predator. predator at least twice. I think actually. <laughs> yeah, but we've never had this one. Where does a why go. does a Hyper Predator fall in the food chain? Meth. <laughs> it's an Apex Predator. It's hopped up on meth. It yeah. has no teeth, so it can't really hunt well. Coffee, farmhouse, ale. Oh, good lord. Six and a half percent, I think, it's on the side. Yeah. I think it says one of the secret ingredients is Ethiopia.
2: Yeah. Made with real uh, suffering. Ab- Abiba, Jeanette, and Ethiopia. I guess Ethiopia for coffee? I don't know. It's a coffee thing, so.
1: Yeah, I really don't know.
0: It's sort of like thin beer that tastes like a little bit like coffee. No, I mean, you, you get it's the coffee, It's like someone but... spilled
2: coffee into a beer, but just slightly.
1: Yeah, hey quick, add more beer. Like, well,
2: I, I don't like the coffee flavor, but I feel like it kind of fits with stouts, and I can kind of fuck with it, but this just feels like someone fucked up.
1: I feel like we've had some light colored coffee beers before. we've had we've had a few, and i don't like them it, it's never as convincing for me either frankly as the uh as the uh, stout thing is though No. but if it is it's because w- it's a bigger beer because coffee's such a strong flavor you know? yeah it's, when you have it, it's all you taste is fucking coffee. Unless you have a little bit of coffee and then some other thing that you put a well, tremendous in This, this one of. was like a little coffee. But this this farmhouse ant, which just doesn't have like you know, yeah. much going on. It's just here's a little malty spicy thing. It, 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 it is really thin. Yeah, yeah it's thin.
0: Like a thin dick.
1: And Deuce Bigelow. It's, like a, it's, like a,
0: it's not that
2: it's short. It's just long. It's good. It's, but it's just that thin. It's like a noodle. You know what Deuce
1: Bigelow, male gigolo? No. The classic American film. With the With, Casablanca of our time. If, uh, what's his name? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Everyone's favorite Filipino Jew? M- uh,
2: it's fa- true. Father of, uh, what the <laughs> fuck is that girl's name? The X's and O's chick. What? Who is that? That's, her, that's his daughter. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck is her name? Etta Fat Bitch. She's a. No, it's fat... not, not Edda Fat Bitch. I'm the sure. The one who says <laughs> X's and O's, Yeah, yeah. Her, but her name is something. It's not Etta. Or fat bitch. It's okay, okay. Hold on. But yeah, that's Rob <laughs> Schneider's daughter.
1: Get the fuck out of yeah, here! I, I
0: don't even know what this X's and O's thing is. It's a, it's a shitty pop song. It's actually okay, a pretty great. good song. Ellie King, L King, L
2: King. I'm oh, sorry. Not at a fat bitch.
1: I wasn't. I had the first letter right. <laughs> you had the first letter. Oh, holy shit! She's the daughter of Rob Schneider. Yeah. And former model London King. Man, she has, like, the collective mass of both of those <laughs> people. He's a tiny guy, and she's probably tall and thin. That
2: girl looks like she... Doesn't look anything like Rob Schneider, first of all.
1: Oh, man. Good for her. Yeah, do not I don't
0: a know. good
2: look for a female pop star. I actually got to say, X's and O's
1: is a great song. I think it's really funny. It's fine. It's got clever lyrics. Yeah. And she did, I'm sure she didn't... I, I'm not sure, but I, I would bet she didn't write them. I'd be... Surprised if she wrote them all. I I don't know much about her beyond that one song. Oh, she, I
2: can't even imagine she has another ones. Another one, you know, like she ended up as a judge on some fucking
1: singing show. Yeah, there's another songwriter listed who was like a big time producer. So she probably had some idea, and he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna make that better." Yeah, you know, we're gonna make that actual. It's a really sell. funny video. It's, it's like a- her and like just in a campground
2: or like a a a, fi- a campfire in the middle of the desert, surrounded by like. Just a huge group of super-ripped dudes. She's a big girl. She's a big girl. She's a big girl, right? Eh? Is, is she a big girl? <laughs> can, or, or, or you can come inside and just, you know, come on. I, I don't know. Can you help help me? Put, put, it, in, put it in the back of my van. <laughs> I
1: don't know how many times we say that. But every time we yeah. record an episode, one time like, you're gonna fucking see this movie, Nate. For, I've seen it. For, oh, I thought you had. No, I have. We gotta just do sounds. <laughs> we, we just do the book and do the whole yeah. book. I've been saying in that,
2: that, that for a voice. while. <laughs> <laughs> this beer's.
1: I'd fuck this beer hard. Would you? Would you drink me? <laughs> I would drink me hard. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: So um, it comes down to yeah the 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 fucking everybody 's dead except Ben Mark <laughs> the boy, though the boy does end up not killing but disabling the assistant mr. Straker
1: yeah he captures he captures the boy and the, and sue at the same time, and he like ties up sue puts her in the basement he turns sue or like the, the master turns sue so what well, what happens is that the boy is tied up and he's like i read a thing about houdini yeah And he tenses up so the ropes are slack and he's you know, like wiggles so, out. so when he unties, so when he leaves from tying yeah he's got loose. some wiggle room
2: and he's a little boy so he's thin
1: And then he wiggles out of the thing and he hides behind the door and this trigger comes in and he like brains him with something. Yeah, he fucking brains him with like a bed leg or something. He beats the fuck out of him. But he's not quite dead. He's there just like... But he bolts. And then he leaves. And then the master was like, you fucked up. You let a boy beat you and I'll I'll eat your heart. So he drains him. They find him later on hanging from the rafters like marble white, drained of blood like he's not a slaughterhouse. And then they find, and and he leaves. And the you know, he had done
2: a pretty good job until that
1: point. He was well. That's the thing, vampire It's, a, it's uh, in the words of Janet Jackson, "What have you done for me lately?" You know. So yeah, he—it's true. He, he did give him a whole town. one boy <laughs> escape, and he's like, "Oh, you fucked up." And he also dented that really nice chintz chair I purchased. But he—he's st- he's still an antique dealer at heart. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that bedhead is a traditional uh, New England fair. I can't have it packaged this way. But they—he finds. Um, and They find a letter, and I liked the pun in there. He's like, "I found your Sue a most toothsome morsel." <laughs> it's like, "Oh yes, this is excellent. This is what I expect." Like a corny nineteen like fifties be- vampire. He still believes in the art of letter writing, and and yeah, like he he's a vampire who runs a who runs a furniture store. <laughs> And he's an interior decorator, or he's whatever. He's a gay vampire. But he clearly <laughs> is. He clearly is. And he, he he just loves antiquing. He practices calligraphy. <laughs> Moving to small towns. <laughs> he's like kind of trying to class up the joint. Do you guys have artisanal raspberry jam here? Like he's really a gay stereotype. But he has the letter, and not only does he write a letter, he has like nineteenth-century hardstock for them to write it on. It's like this paper is really old and weird. It's like yeah, it's not loose leaf. Write it with a fucking quill. Yeah, he's like dipping it into a, a fountain f- pen a fountain thing. Fountain pen from ancient times. Do you he's, know how fucking? He's the classiest much, dude in the world. Do you know how much it sucks to write with a fountain with a pen that's not a fountain pen? It sucks so hard. Yeah, you get like two words and you got to dip it again. It's really dumb. I I I do this as a as a weird hobby now. That's a stupid hobby. It, if you it, if you say it's terrible. And you uh, hate it. The reason I do it is because I, uh, I've i gotten into this thing where I write my kid a letter from Santa Claus every year. and then Santa can print. No, Santa writes. Uh, I also have very nice handwriting, and I like practicing it. So, uh, And I like fonts and stuff. But I've Santa now invented like 11 things. other characters. They have to send their letters. It's fucked up. I've created a terrible system. Um, it's fun to be a parent so you can lie to your children. It is. I, I, the one thing, I, I, I look forward to the day when she's old enough to appreciate it, and she's like, oh, my God, Santa wrote me this letter. And then I'm going to feel really terrible the day when she goes to school and tells someone, and someone's like, Santa doesn't fucking do that. And she's embarrassed and feels did, bad. Did
2: I tell you about the, this, this chick I knew, told me about a friend she had in high school who was a, a vegetarian, and they determined <laughs> at a young age that they were going to be vegetarian like, you know, very, like, weirdly young. And their parents were like, ah, this going to be a lot of work, you know, make sure he gets enough, you know, meat in his diet. So they told the kid that hot dogs are vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and they brought the kid outside, and they had buried hot dogs in the garden and tied leaves to them, and, like, pulled them out of the garden. And said, Look, they grow here. And he's like, well, fuck, okay. And so he made it to high school, thinking that hot dogs are vegetables. Until it's like, yeah, hot dogs are vegetables, and everyone's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, they grow in the garden." What you, like, no, they don't, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so I'm doing better than that. That's a, that's,
2: that. That's a long con. That was like ten. 12 years of lying about hot dogs being vegetables. Did they plant a new crop every year? They say beef on the package. (laughs) Never been to a fucking grocery store? Like, oh, those are the beef ones. We have the vegetarian ones.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing.
2: That's some fucked up parents. You can get away
1: with anything. Kids are stupid. Well, I just want to do that to give my child the sense of wonder and whimsy and invention that my parents (laughs) didn't give to me. You know, I was totally stole the idea from Tolkien, who has a, wrote Christmas letters to his kids every year, and they say it's a book you could read of them. They're very, very cute. And the closest my parents ever did was the year we woke up early, and they didn't put the presents out yet, and there was nothing under the tree, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "Oh God, what is, this is how it was yesterday." Because you were bad yesterday. And they're like, and this is like, it's like it's early. It's like six thirty in the morning, you know, before seven probably. Yeah, my little kids on Christmas, and my parents are like. Oh what oh, oh! He just didn't come yet. You got to go back to bed. And then we all just <laughs> ran in the bed, and he's like, "Get in there! You got to go back to sleep, or he's not going to come." I'm like, "Okay." We just get him the blanket, pretend to be asleep. And then about eleven minutes later, they're like, "He came!" Oh, you just missed him. And then all the presents <laughs> were there, and we were so fucking stupid. We believed that. Man, kids are dumb. We were like, oh man. We just missed them. Not, you know,
2: you could, you could. If you were a child, you would, you would never assume that your parents would make some weird shit up like that. That's a weird thing to make that up. It's very. strange. Hey, once a year, a fat guy comes and brings you gifts <laughs> down the chimney. Yeah, we didn't like, even have chimney, which
0: most houses don't have anymore.
2: Yeah, it's just like, well, I mean, they wouldn't make that up. There's no reason to make that up. That's
1: ridiculous. So my wife's parents, her the dad would leave a little letter from Santa Claus every year just like a little thing on a piece of paper, and and he couldn't resist himself. The man who worked as an HVAC engineer for 35 years or whatever, said, next year, tell your father to turn the furnace down. I burnt my ass coming down the (laughs) chimney, Santa. (laughs) Tired of paying for heating. (laughs) Like, I burnt my ass on your chimney. (laughs) Love, Santa. All right, so the point is like, so everybody's dead. But the vampires, so, the vampires are so affected. You know, Like they're, I have to have fancy letters. Well, just this, just this main vampire. Dracula, too. Dracula doesn't
2: you know. Well, he's, he's an aristocrat. That's true. He is an Eastern European count. He's going to be a little bougie.
1: Holding on to the last vestiges of whatever the hell they had over there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so then so they go. they have to fight There's him like, to the left. death, of course. And then... Uh, I forget exactly how they do it. Yeah, me too. They fight him to the
2: death and they, they yeah, kill I also, him. I honestly, honestly also forgot. But they do basically pin him down and stake him through the heart and he dies. Oh, there's
1: blood everywhere.
2: Yes. He, ble-
1: he bleeds like a gusher. It's the blood of everyone. But then they have to go and kill everyone in the town. But they don't. But they they don't. literally just leave
0: them.
2: Yeah.
1: They they're leave. like, it's too late. We ben, can't do
2: that. Ben and Mark just get in a car and drive away and, it, and you figure out, oh, they're the man and the boy from the beginning. That have fled to Mexico, where he keeps up with the news about this small town of Maine where everyone's disappearing.
1: Oh, yeah, we want more beer shit. So
2: the book ends, but then there's the
1: epilogue where he goes back. I oh. I left my beer there. This is another beer I got in my travels in the South. This is called Jucifer. Uh, Juicer IPA. Uh, I forget what this is from, I think it's New Orleans.
2: Uh, this is the Gnarly Barley Brewing Company.
0: That's actually a cool name for a
2: brewery. S- something yeah. Louis- some- from sm- some something Louisiana. Can't read it. It's too small. All hail this juicy India pale ale.
1: It's pretty good. You know, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It is juicier pretty than good. the average IPA. I'll give it that.
2: I, I like it. I like it. It tastes kind of like a, almost like a, like a lemonade kind of thing.
1: Yeah, this is pretty good. Uh, Juicifer because, the, you know, he's like the devil sort of. Yeah, it's close enough um they kill no, them, and then they're like we got to go there's a point before they kill them, and they're like, we got to go make some stakes make 500 stakes
2: yeah we're like we have to kill everyone in town because these vampires do sleep during the day and they're like we're going to drive around all day and just stab people in the heart while they sleep yep and then in the end they decide yeah let's just leave cut our that's losses that's a lot dude. of work i'm really tired it's been a and there're going to be a fucking lot week. of them it's yeah. emotionally draining. It's you know, it's tiring to stab everyone you know. So let's just leave. And they go to Mexico. And yep. the epilogue, Ben comes back
1: he, and uh, he burns down the fucking town. Yeah, he starts the Marsden house, right? Because they mentioned He there was sets the, fire the,
2: the, to the woods. Because there had been a they, the fire they mentioned 51. they mentioned a fire that had burned down most of the town. It's like let's do it right this time. And he
1: fucking burns down the town. Yep. And I don't think there's a direct sequel to Salem's Lot, but I know a couple of the characters reappear in The Dark Tower. I, I I think Barlow does. Barlow, well, they talk about Barlow. He does not reappear because he is dead. Oh, all right, fine. Uh,
2: but they say he's like a, a special, what type of vampire he There are he three is? types of vampires, oh, basically like a hierarchy. Where like, you know, there's like master vampires, Apprentice, secondary vampires, uh, and like shitty vampires, basically. Okay. Uh, but yes, Barlow is said to be a type one vampire, which is like a master vampire who's like immortal and all powerful and you know crazy shit like that. And type 2s are basically State like diabetes. the people that yes, they they have to keep drinking blood or their blood sugar dies. <laughs> and they lose a foot. Type 2 vampire BDs. Um and then type 3 is just shit heads. Type 3 are like, you know, like shitty offspring and they're they're weak and sad. But Father Callahan is a Fairly major character in the Dark Tower series, but you know it's, it's complex to explain why.
1: Yeah, I, I I gotta save that for another lifetime. Yeah, that's fair. I have no interest in reading the rest of those, frankly. I will read them again one once in my life. So you read them all, and you want to read it again? You liked it that much.
2: I did. I actually did. But uh-huh. I do. I like Stephen King. Mm. I I can acknowledge that he is not a great writer in terms of style and prose at all. But I think the ideas behind it and the, I I like the creativity a lot. And so I like, for me, like reading is either like full Cormac McCarthy where it's like the prose is really what makes it. And the plot is not necessarily even that crazy. It's just like, it's how it's written. Whereas Stephen came up the opposite of that. Where it's written like a third grader would read would write something, but the ideas are interesting. I find them interesting. Well,
1: then why don't you just read in like thrillers? You know, like those have interesting plots, but they're written like and shit. They don't though. Like, what if a terrorist group does this and then they kidnap I mean, the daughter not, of the Icelandic not, not, prime minister and they hold her though. over a volcano? I mean, volcano. The, like, it's
2: one thing to be like, oh, like shit like that, where, but it's not creative. It's not. It's, it's the difference between like creative within like that context of you know everyday stuff, but like Stephen King is creative in ways like coming up with a shit that doesn't exist, and maybe it's all fucking bizarre and like maybe it's corny sometimes, but I I think it's interesting. It's like man, I could never have thought of some weird ass shit like that, and I I kind of like that. I like to
0: have the boundaries of what I would think of pushed. So of the this is the third Stephen King we've done. How does this one rank?
1: What do we do? Did this it and what was the other one? Uh, Pet Cemetery. It is still the best one. It's the best of those three. Though actually, I think Pet Cemetery is the one I enjoyed reading the most because Pet Cemetery wasn't chorish.
0: I didn't really like Pet Cemetery or this, so I would actually still go with it, even though it was too long.
1: I actually just watched the new Pet Cemetery movie. Holy shit, was it bad? I haven't seen it. I heard it, it was, was awful and that it made me sad. It, it was like somebody took the novel of Pet Cemetery. And then buried it in the pet cemetery, and what came back was this movie <laughs> was, that is an accurate description that is yeah. that is my I did not copy that from someone that's my review yeah it was that like, shit so, like it just smells wrong it's like it, it's just not the same it was real garbage, okay, and that's sad it was they cha- they hyped it a lot they like uh, the, the, the did the, we the one part Technically. of
2: well, I think the book was still pretty solid
1: the book is fine I mean I thought the book. They should have shifted the, you know, it, the last 10% was intense of Pet cemetery. And the rest was like, all right, where are we? we I yeah. know where we're going.
2: yeah he's, He
1: writes a lot of bloat. It was the same way in many ways. It just had so much, so much bloat, so much that could have been trimmed away. But that was like 1984. No one was going to tell Stephen King to cut anything at that point because he was churning out hits. Sometimes people mistake for movies like a slow
2: burn versus nothing happening until the end.
1: Well... Are you saying it is a slow
2: burn? No, like pet cemetery. If if it's, if the book is any, if the movie is, the current movie is anything like the book, like nothing happens until the end. Like it
1: doesn't work for movies
2: um, where 90% of nothing happens and then ooh, it's a spooky ending. Like ooh, there's some scary stuff.
1: I think the bigger issue with the pet cemetery movies is that they they they, they made it a more theatrical kind of plot. They sped some shit up. They made it more apparent what was going. They also they they did, did make it. did the zombie well, I know it's the girl is zombie. In the That's movie. the girl with the kid. Yeah, does a, uh, boy. does
2: she tell uh, John Lithgow that his wife fucked everybody?
1: No. Well, then it doesn't matter. It's like the that was the best. Mom, that wife was in the, the best part of the book. They cut out so much. Like at the start of the movie, the wife's already dead. They just cut her out. She's dead already. Oh, so it's just a single father. Uh, no, they cut out the old, oh, John old man's wife. wife. Yeah, they they, uh, they trim okay. it down to make it into an hour and forty five minutes. Oh. Yeah, and that's um, dumb. they could yeah. easily fit her in. She could easily fit a lot of things in, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, behind her, the um, the one thing I was I was curious about, and you see the trailers like these kids walking around, with animal masks on, going to the pet cemetery. Like that's fucking not in the book. That's no, weird, not at all. Why are they doing that? And then it's never fucking explained. It's just a throwaway it's like, scene. Ooh, it's a spooky looking thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, kids wearing these like weird old-timey rabbit masks and shit to go bury their dead dog. And one kid's playing a drum like she's in a fucking fife and drum group or whatever the hell yeah. they're called. And she's a Civil War reenactor. And then the kid's like, mommy, what's happening? And she goes, oh, I think it's a procession. What's a procession? It's like a parade but less fun. And that's it. And then it never comes up again it was just it, just the, the rest of it sucked too. Yeah. My wife wanted to watch it. She's like, let's watch this movie. And we fucking I wanted, I wanted to wanted, watch it and then I saw nothing
2: but this is the worst thing I've seen. It's like, oh, well.
1: So, I uh, normally that. I try to I try to not pay for anything. So, I was trying to find like a putlocker website where I could watch the movie and I couldn't find one and it frustrates me to do that on my TV cuz I have to do it with the stupid remote. I don't know how to do it any other way. And as said, like, fuck it, I'll just pay for it. How much is it? It's 5 bucks. Fine, I'll pay the 5 bucks to watch this movie. And like 23 minutes in, my wife, whose idea it was to watch, she's like, I'm so sorry. Oh, God. You're never going to let me pick movies again. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. Get in your room. <laughs> I'll send you to the Pet Cemetery. It was, it was trash. Um, I, there is a Salem's Lot movie. There was a, a There's movie like two of them. And, a, and a miniseries? Yeah, one like from like James the 70s. James Cromwell in it and shit like that? And, not going to watch either. No. I'm sure they're garbage. No, I'm sure they're garbage. Especially the one in the late 70s. That must be Trash. Oh, I'm sure it's the worst. I will see it part two when that comes out. So that's. The, I thought It part one was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Disappointed in the lack of a sewer orgy, but that's can't true. have everything.
2: Yeah, yeah. I want to see Finn
1: Wolfhard. <laughs> Am I right, brothers? Here's some Stranger Things. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, I, I think I, I've read these three read These three in the show. I've read a few other Stephen Kings. You have two, right, Nate? Uh, I've read two others. And you read Misery. We both read that. I read
0: Misery. And I then read Misery. I recently read, No, well, a couple years ago now, I read 112263. Uh, oh, yeah. Which is not a horror movie. It's just it's like the Time, time Travel, travel instead. And it's about Kennedy. Kennedy I've, I've read a bunch you read a lot, yeah. of Stephen King,
2: yeah. I, I've, I've read a lot of shitty ones and a lot of really good ones. But
1: I think. Here's the thing. He's like a master of horror. I've read maybe eight or nine Stephen King books at this point. I've never once been scared. No, never. Not even but a n- little. no book is going to make me scared. I don't because know. Because it's I a want to believe I could be scared. I want to believe it's possible. I know. The road was actually kind of scary. That was unsettling. Yeah. And,
0: and
2: uh, it was. And, and up, it was upsetting. <laughs> yeah. And I was just uncomfortable reading it. But I wasn't scared. I wasn't like
1: in fear Like when I put on the book, oh god, I I what's I got to hide under my blanket. Yeah, I mean, Oh yeah. For, yeah. No,
2: no, books no. are not going to scare the modern person. It's not Well, they, you know,
1: some people though aren't scared by movies. Some people I'm watch, not
2: scared by movies.
1: I watch scary movies and I bitch out for days. I love horror movies. I watch every shitty horror movie I can find. I do too, but it's I actually enjoy the sensation of being but scared. But I've never been scared by one. That's because you no know, soul. So, yeah, but Nate, I'm okay with you that. You scared?
0: No, not really. Not even as a kid? Not after I by the, not by the time I was like eleven, I was oh, not really yeah. scared by horror movies it's, it's,
2: it's not real. What the fuck is scary about it?
1: Uh, I, I just there's so much like creepy noises at night, and your imagination runs wild. That's what scares me. I, I don't really believe. I'm I'm far more scared after watching like a true crime documentary about serial killers. I'm like oh god, I gotta make sure every fucking window's locked. Like, that's a, much you're, scarier. You're
2: not a 100 hundred pound blonde girl. You'll be fine.
1: You know, you, you go, go read, like, the Wikipedia page on some serial killers, and you see what oh, they did, and you're like, oh, God, I, I can never sleep again. I have again.
2: worked in crime. Yeah, you've seen some shit.
1: Yeah, so,
2: yeah, yeah after a while, you don't feel anything.
1: <laughs> I have not. I've lived a sheltered life, just, I just met a, being lazy. I met a woman who was, like, on,
2: she's like, yeah, I shot my husband in the face with a shotgun while he was asleep, because
1: he was raping both of my kids. It's like,
2: all right, It's Thursday.
1: Jesus. <laughs> well, wow. most, t- most of my jobs are like, hey, Mike, go carry that thing. Okay. Yeah, I didn't have that. <laughs> that box isn't scary. <laughs> I, 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 I like being scared. I enjoy it. I mean, I like I mean, scary movies. I love movies. horror
2: movies, but I don't get scared by them, but I still enjoy them a great deal. I, I
1: get scared by movies. I do. And like the next day or night, yeah, night the or two, I'm a I'm pussy. Really
2: the, the only thing I'm really scared of is uh, how bad the Dark Tower movie is supposed to be.
1: Oh, the new with Idris Elba?
2: Yeah, supposed to, it's supposed to be terrible. And everything I've read about it and everything they changed about it makes me frightened to watch it, <laughs> to watch them just hold something down that I care about and just force themselves upon it's it. Just
1: cornhole it.
2: Yeah. It's Harvey Weinstein
1: it. Yeah, basically. want to be in the pictures, huh? Yeah. Well, I think we're talking about different types of fear, but you know what? We'll settle that later. In the meantime... Tell us what you thought. Send us
0: an email to drunkguysbookclub at
1: gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And if you're not afraid to, leave us a review on uh, wherever you're listening and just uh, make it five stars. I we don't, don't suck. <laughs> we don't. That's true. Do you know I read like... Blood I, or otherwise. I mean, I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want to spoil, <laughs> spoil the vision people have of no. us. I'm not, I'm not going to kink shame. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Yeah, leave that review. That's Thanks. all you need. Thanks a lot. It won't be a mistake. Sorry, that's, that's terrible. Well done. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, like steaks, like vampires? No. That's what I said. well done. I, I know.
0: <laughs> and we are now a member of the Hopped uh, Up Network, a network of independent beard podcasters. Did I say beard podcast? <laughs> We're all talking beard about beards. And, you know, there's a strong hey. overlap. <laughs> so
1: if you mustache a question about podcasts...